morning and welcome morning. back to another Noodleberg Daily Huddle. It is Monday. You see like bright red on the screen. You see Jules wearing his heat shirts. So <laughs> Shay, give me that music that we all love to hear. Please. Yeah, they continue to just amaze. I mean, if it's not the ultimate testament to effort and execution, then I don't know what is. Like, they're not supposed to be here. They're not supposed to be winning these games. It's just not supposed to happen. But they play hard. And Determination. Determination. I mean, it, it was a perfect example. You know, they came out with high energy, which you would have expected. Then all of a sudden, an 11-point lead turned out to be an 11-point deficit. And I was like, oh, boy. You know, here we go. And it looks and feels, and tell me if I'm wrong, that Denver could blow them off the court at any particular moment <clears throat> and continues to shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, shoot themselves in the foot. But I think, you know, I think you have to give some credit to the Heat and say okay. that it's the defense. They they relentlessly apply pressure. So yes. I'm always looking for, like, how do we translate it to life? How do we translate this to something that's a takeaway for me? And it, they just relentlessly apply, apply pressure. doesn't matter whether or not they're up 12, down 12, down 20. It doesn't matter. The relentless pursuit of getting there doesn't change. And that cripples teams. That cripples other teams that aren't that mentally strong. And I think, that, I think you saw them come away with a victory because they just wouldn't go away last night. I absolutely agree. It sets up a great week. We got uh... – Panthers losing the first one, but, you know, I think there's all kinds of reasons, you know, that you can say with that one. We got game two tonight, then we got a night off, then we got Heat Panthers, Heat Panthers, Heat Panthers for the rest of the week. I'm exhausted. <laughs> so it's like no sleep, no nothing, but uh, great weekend um, for us. We kicked off Friday night with an event that I'm uh, intimately involved in called the Evening of Hope, and it came off with a bang. Uh, oh, it was a blast. It was, uh, we did a lot of dancing at the end of the night. And shout out to uh, Joy and Andy Linsky for joining us at the table and joining us on the dance floor after because they were great dancing partners and we had a blast with them. So uh, it was a it was great crowd, a couple hundred people, um, great food, which was really significant. And then to your point, great, raised a shit ton of money. I mean, just incredible. So yeah, uh, that, that middle picture is Lainey Jones. Uh, Lainey is a five-time survivor and just one of the most incredible people uh, you get to meet. So that was awesome. What, what about you, Miss Lori? I saw you had a packing game as well. You know, it was quiet, quiet Friday and Saturday. Did a lot of errands, caught up around stuff. Uh, but then Sunday got to celebrate two women that I admire and respect and love. Uh, Jen Clausen, my good friend, celebrated her, as you could tell by all the decorations, her 50th birthday. Uh, and then a uh, good friend, Lynn Goldman, retired from Broward County Public Schools. I've known Lynn for probably 30 years. Amazing woman. So it was, it was nice to celebrate two awesome uh, women who I really admire. So that was fun. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, Anything to add, Young Noodleberg, before we uh, 
we jump into today. And what did you do, mister? <laughs> a great, we had a great weekend. Jules got to spend some time with his abuelo on Saturday morning after the Friday night event, which was a blast. We went down to the, uh, the Little Hen, which was cool, in Miami. And uh, just a great weekend. Just he continues to get more and more fun to hang out with. So awesome. <laughs> look at him. He's like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It was such a weekend. <laughs> awesome stuff. Well, we got a great show. He sees a- his mom. Look, he yeah. sees his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark, but she gets that smile. Always. Let's wake up and let's go. Let's go. started doing this LinkedIn poll on Friday afternoons. It's uh, very, very engaging. It's really fun to see what people have to say. So Shay, show me the LinkedIn poll. Um, what do you think is the best source of motivation? Um, reading, music, spirituality, spirituality, or something else? 25% of the people said something else. I would love to know what the something is. Yeah, you got to tell them to write it in the comments when they do that so that they can leave whatever their thing is. What else is there? I mean, I get movies maybe, watching TV or something, I guess would be. Another person maybe, like a a hero or or a person, right? Yeah. But I mean, interesting that they all, most, most people said speaker slash, you know, some kind of uh, individual. Could be running, exercise, right? Get you motivated. I was surprised that nobody said like their mentor or their coach. That may have been what the other was. Correct. Uh, I watched the Conor McGregor documentary on Netflix this weekend. I did not ever see that. That was motivating. McGregor Forever is the name of it. And that was motivating. Say what you want about the guy's antics and what he was in the public eye. When you get an in-depth look at the way he lives his life day in and day out, his mental discipline, the way he trains, and his mentality, that was motivating. Um, so well, I watched a whole different kind of movie this weekend. I, I watched what? Champions. Um, and if you have not seen it, I, I would definitely advise it. It's not a feel-good, it's a feel-great. Um, yeah. And as the mother of a homie with an extra chromie, uh, as the guy oh, yeah. Down syndrome put it in the movie, I was like, I love that line. That's going to be my new line for Patrick. Um, it was really interesting because I think it made it makes you think about, right? Why are we mean? Why do we not accept? Why do we mm-hmm. not right include uh, as as a society? I think it's we we were getting really great. Now I think I don't know. I think we're slipping a as little. As a species, so. right? Like, isn't that yeah. just human nature as a species yeah. to be? exclusionary to say no this is mine or or fight against it doesn't fit the box right it doesn't fit the box so it's not i don't i don't agree 
tough right. conversation. Well, when you break that stuff down, it's generally fear. Yeah. Be it fear of other, you know, fear yeah. of something. And that's what I wrote in my post. Take time to understand. Right. right? And to learn about that person's unique perspectives, abilities, opinions, whatever. So um, yeah, that, was that's project, that was a project with Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I watched some interviews of him that he did after, and he has remained friends with this group of adults with disabilities. Uh, and just to watch the friendship between them, they're funny. I mean, they're really funny, even That's in the awesome. interviews. So. That is so that is a feel good, uh, feel good for Monday. So great suggestion. Um, I can't wait to see Patrick at the hockey game on Thursday. Yeah. Be, yeah. uh, He's ready. Listen, be. I've been holding over his head for the last two days. You want to go there? <laughs> so uh, this, this whole idea of inclusion or exclusion found a video that I thought was really great way to kick off the week. This is the kind of stuff that motivates me, but you know, we tend to think like others. And this is a video that will show you not think like others. Most people, the bottom 80% are lazy and they're looking for an easy way. They're looking for a shortcut to be successful. And there are not, there aren't any. But if you do something repeatedly over and over, you develop a habit. So most people are in the habit of looking for easy ways to get the things they want. And they're surrounded by people who think the same way. You know, as much as 95% of your thinking is determined by the people that you associate with on a regular basis. If you associate with people who don't work hard, don't learn, socialize after work, then you become like them. You think like them, you talk like them, you dress like them, you marry them, and and so you're married to someone who also has no ambition and you raise children and your children have no ambition. Just go to work and complain about your work. But top people associate with other top people. There is what you've heard about the law of attraction and the law of attraction says that if you change the way you think, you start to attract new people into your life. You start to meet other people who think the same way. Bingo. So I, I want you both to comment on it because there's a couple of nuggets in there. One talks about habits, one talks about people, and the other one talks about the laws of attraction. So take it away. Well, I think it goes back to, you know, high performers don't like mediocre people and mediocre people don't like high performers. Like, and if you're not paying attention to the what you surround yourself with, the conditioning that happens around you. Cause that's the thing that I think, you know, as I've gone through my life with a lot of different people, a lot of different organizations, for me, it's easy. You could, it, it could be easy to conform to what else is happening around you and make the excuses and fall into line and not have the courage, not have the grit, not have the resiliency to say this doesn't fit me and deal with all of the things that come along with that. So, you know, I, the, the conditioning that happens around you, if you don't pay attention to it, it's, it, it, could, it could be bad. Yeah. Could pull you right in. So I'm a former accountant. I say garbage in, garbage out. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. I think, you, that, you, I think there's a lot take of in bad vibe. You take in bad information. You take in bad, uh, you know, examples or role models. Then, very often that's what ends up coming out, right? So, so I, I remember watching the movie, The Secret. And like, it was one of those movies that was an inflection point for me because I took a lot away from it. And right. people looked at me like, 
that's like hokey bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, it's not, man. Right. What do you think? Your thoughts become things. And if you are not thinking right, you are going to get the wrong outcome. It's just so linear. And I said this to one of my clients the other day. I said, you know the song by the Beach Boys? And they go, what song? And I go, Vibration. Good Vibrations. Yeah. Good Vibrations, man. If you put good vibrations in the, in the world, it comes back. Boomerang, bing, bing, bing. If you don't, you are creating your own shitstorm. My post this morning was like, you know, the difference between your expectations and your ambitions. And like, why do we have dreams to go somewhere and do something, be a certain kind of person, reach a certain kind of goal, yet what we expect for ourselves isn't anywhere near that, right? The expectation level for what is actually going to happen or what can happen is so much lower than what we're actually trying to get to. It's impossible for us to get there. To me, like I, I, we've talked about self-sabotage in the past couple of weeks. I talked a lot about it in some of my recent you know, mindset trainings. That The work without the mindset is only half the bargain. It's only half the deal. You can't get there. And so you could say you want something. You can say, and you know, in the beginning of that video, there's no substitute for the work. Everybody's looking for a quicker way to get there. So... Once you decide what you want, we go back to this equation all the time. Figure out what it takes to get there. And then you got to accept whatever those rules are. You got to accept what the requirements are. Because if you're not willing to do that, it's impossible for you to get that. So don't set dreams and then set different expectations. If this is what the dream is and you can see what people have done to get there, that's what the expectation has to be then. But what you find out is that most people are not willing to do it. It's easier to talk than to create something. So we are all on this journey. I call it an escapade. What a great song from Monday morning, Janet Jackson. Yeah. Stephanie Warman, because Stephanie Warman and I used to do like dance performances for all of you guys in the living room to that yeah. song. So I mean, that was filmed here at the Hard Rock. Yeah. Sorry, I missed her. I should have gone 
and seen it. That song brought back great yeah. memories, as you said. But the words are, you know, save your troubles for another day, man. You know, this is how you decide to live. So while I was in this good vibrations head, I, I found that song. So one of the biggest challenges I think that people have, and it's in my coaching practice with every single person that I interact with, is the ability to say no. Yeah. You know, I just think we were brought up in a culture that is all about saying yes. I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I, I want you know. And it's like you know, the reality is saying no is difficult. So I found this article. It's a five-step framework to elegantly saying no, but I do want to hear your take on no. You want to go first, Lori, or do you want me to go first? So, so it's something I'm still working on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest. I mean, I'm much better at it, but I think it's hard, right? Especially if it's someone that you, you like or care about or respect or admire, and they ask you to do something, right? You don't want to disappoint them. Um, you know, maybe you help each other out, but you really don't want to do it. Listen, I, there was something in the article about if you're not feeling good while you're doing it, right, yeah. then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Uh, and that's where I've been quite a few times. I'm getting much better at just saying, you know, I so appreciate the offer and the, you know, the invitation, but just right now, I just have so much on my plate or right now we're in year end and I can't focus on anything but that or, you know, my family needs me. Right. You. I want to hit on that for a second, Lori, because it says in the framework, right? Part of the five step framework is to give the reason that you can't do it. I call bullshit on that. You can't do it because you can't do it. It's not anybody else's business. It's not anybody else's right. It's not anybody else's concern on why you can't do it. And that to me is the hard part about saying no is people feel like they need an excuse to say no, but you don't need an excuse. I'm gonna challenge you. I'm yeah, gonna challenge I'm not sure I totally because agree For that. me, it puts a loop around it. I'm not saying no just because I wanna be a dick and say no. I'm saying no because I'm highly focused on the initiatives that me and the boys are working on. And I just told you, I am laser focused on what I'm doing appreciate you thinking and asking doesn't work for me. So I'm, I'm letting them down nicely. This is what they said, you know, elegantly to say, no, I'm giving you a reason. I'm not just coming out of the blue and saying, no, that to me is part of the problem is what do you mean? No, you know, everybody goes like, why, you know, if you give them a why elegantly, you know, you close the loop on that. But I think there's like, have you ever been to a training where they said, we're going to teach you how to say no. Do you ever do role play? No. So how do you get good at saying no? Well, and the other, so the, uh, the flip side of it is that like, for me, I know part of my big struggle with saying no is coming up through my career. I didn't say no to anything because that was my way of building value. That was my way of gaining responsibility. That was my way of earning my way in. So for me, availability, accessibility and doing whatever was asked was the behavior that I trained myself on to get to a certain point. And then you have to completely unpack that and unwind that. Because if you try to live that way outside of your 20s or, 30, or your early 30s, 
It's impossible. But it's you really said yes amazing. to those things, not no, because it served your purpose. You were trying to get somewhere, so it served your purpose. It was my singular okay. focus. That was your focus. So, of course, you were going to say yes to every opportunity. That's different, right? If you are, are focused on something, it's going to help you get to that. Or it's it's in that, that wheelhouse of where you want to spend your time. Then you're not going to say no. You're going to say yes, okay? But I no. think it's about respect. If somebody just said to me, nope, sorry. Can't do it. <laughs> I would be like, well, yeah, okay. Like I would feel like I was in limbo or something. Yes, I don't know. I like, you know, or so they didn't like me, or why didn't they want to do it, or was it wasn't the way I presented it, or and my mind would go in a million directions, right? But if they said, I love that you asked me, and I appreciate that you think I could do this for you, but you know, but I can't. I, I can't. Right. So I turn it around and look for no. I want, like, especially in the business that we're in, finding new business, I tell, be upfront, tell me no. People have a hard time saying no. So they string you along a month, three months, five months, until I push them and say, doesn't appear like this is something that's a fit for you. I'm going to step back and say, thank you for the opportunity. I guess it doesn't work for you. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so you either say yes or no. But pushing people to a decision, they're just not comfortable. Most it, people don't want to reject anybody. Oh, I feel bad. I don't want to. I don't want to dance with you for six months, and then you finally get to a place where you're comfortable saying no when it was no six months ago. But that's why giving the reason when you, if I want to say no to you because I don't want to do business with you, okay, and I just say no, Steve. Sorry, we're not going to do it. Okay, that's a lot different than, you know, Steve, this is just not the right time for us, okay. right? Or we'll come back and visit it again if we can later on or whatever, right? It's a little bit softer. It's a little bit nicer, right? Well, that's no, no, but the other part not is, now. No, not now is very different than no. So that's right. a medium. You know what? This is great. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times people want you to do something now. And you can say, hey, listen, I can't do it now, but... You know, can we do talk about three months from now when things open up, if we plan it, oh, yeah, but everybody thinks everything is urgent. You know? And by so, the way, it's okay to say, no, sorry, Steve, you're not exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. That's so, okay, too. I mean, just be honest and explain why you're saying no. The other thing is I want to be careful because, you know, the other part is saying no, okay, as someone who leads a team of people is I have two or three people that no matter what you suggest to them, they say, no, can't do it. I'm like, well, uh, you didn't even think about it. Right. So, you know, think, so it's okay to say no, but think about it first, right? Make sure it doesn't align with what you want to spend your time on, where you want to go, Mark, to your point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but when I mean, it comes most to people, when it comes to change, the immediate oh, thing yeah. is no, it's no, you can't, can't do it. It's very interesting because I think a quality answer is let me marinate on it. Let me yeah, think, you know, right. I mean, that's a, you know, but my point in bringing this up is we're talking about a very simple exchange with people that causes so much shit. Cause you say yes to something you don't want to be involved in and you're stuck doing it. And that takes you away from something that you really want to do, that you have passion to do. And this happens to people 
every single day in their business life and in their personal life. How many times you get stuck going to dinner with somebody that you really didn't want to go to dinner or lunch or coffee or whatever because you're afraid to say no and you go, this is a fucking waste of time. How about that was the case with Mike? And here we are almost 20 years later. <laughs> I do not want to go to coffee, okay? Seriously. To be fair, Gabby said, Gabby said no like, a lot of times first. He wasn't so. my guy. He wasn't right. But the other thing that I want to say is, too, that I think some of this has something to do with where you are in your career, with where you are in your life, right? When I was younger, to Mark's point, I was trying to get there. Right. So I took every opportunity and didn't say no to a lot of things. Now, as I'm older and I realize I don't have a whole lot of time left and I'm already kind of where I want to be. It's a lot easier to say no now because I'm focused on enjoying the time that I have and doing the things I want to do. It's different. It also depends on the where you are in your life. I really it, believe that. I think that's relevant. I think, yes. you know, you say yes to everything in the beginning so yeah. you can learn what to say no to. Correct. If you don't do, if you don't experience, then you don't have that knowledge to go back on later to figure out what works and what doesn't work. So we I think way, way over time. I got to catch a train. I'm starting a new engagement with I'm off to Tallahassee. Northwestern Mutual. You're heading to Tallahassee. Uh, Mark, are you working today? Are you doing it? No, I'm not going to work today. No, I'm <laughs> saying no. I'm saying no. <laughs> what a great Monday, man. I hope everybody's fired up, ready to get after it. It's all in your mind, man. Whatever you think you can make happen. So go do That's that. True. Bye, guys. Bye. Come up, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down.